<laughs> you guys are the mini vanilli of of a uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Jodeci of, uh, of podcast. Oh, Jodeci! <laughs> the boys, oh to, the boys, to the boys, the boys, the boys. <laughs> Too loud. If I keep going, it might be the end of the road. Yeah, no, we just keep going. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love these musical references. Bonkai, Senbon Sakura, Kageyoshi. Welcome anime fans to the Super Anime Podcast, where each week we look to entertain, inspire and inform you on all things anime. Whether you're new to anime or a seasoned veteran, we invite you to come listen, share and laugh with us. We hope every episode ignites your attack spirit and leaves you feeling super. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Let's start the show. Can we talk for a minute? Yes, can I have your attention, please? Because what's it gonna be? Because I can't pretend, no. Don't you wanna be more than friends? Hold me tight and don't let go. Don't let go. Yes, okay. listeners. Okay. Was, was that the scary part of the 90s that we were? I to- hey, 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 Solo. Yeah, yeah, that was the scary part, Rivers. That's the scary part of the 90s. <laughs> I thought I told you that we would stop. I thought I told you that we would stop. Hey. I, just, I, just I thought I told you that we would stop. I thought I told you that we would stop. Hey. Yes. We are back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Super Anime Podcast. And if you haven't figured it out, this is how we do it. Yes, this is how we <laughs> do gosh. it, people. Solo, you uh, better check yourself before you wreck yourself, mate. <laughs> so we are talking about 90s anime. Or we, yeah, we are talking about the 90s. If you didn't um, didn't guess that, those were all songs from the 90s. Um, and we're more specifically talking about 90s anime. We may throw some Western cartoons in there also. But if you're new to here, I'm your host with the most rocking the all Adidas top and bottom tracksuit look. Um, my name is Ed. And as always, I'm with my special or permanent special guest who's rocking the n- fake Nike tracksuits with a backward <laughs> tick. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't, don't do it. it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> the switch is upside down. Or his blank didn't do it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and today as you've heard we have a super special <laughs> guest, he's an 80s baby who grew up in the 90s, he's an accomplished and talented illustrator and artist, he's a mangaka, creator of the highly acclaimed manga Bully Eater, he's the face 
He's a frozen, face frozen, SWAT cat loving, co-founder of Saturday AM. Welcome to the show, Raymond Brown, aka Raym Three Thousand. Appreciate it. Oh man, thanks for the intro, man. Good gracious, man. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. We really, really appreciate you, Raymond. Thank yeah, you definitely. so, so much. Um, so just to start off, we usually start with some warm-up questions, just to, you know, feel you out and everything like that. So tell us an interesting fact about you. Uh, interesting fact. Um, let's see. Um, okay, uh, I'll keep it anime-related. Uh, I had no idea what manga was until probably, I don't know, probably until I was in my 20s. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I had no, I, I, had, I couldn't, I wasn't able to like uh, differentiate the two. Like I didn't know. I mean, I, I just knew it was a comic book that wasn't in color. Like I remember like picking oh, up a Dragon okay. Ball okay, okay, uh, okay. manga, yeah, and being like, "Hey man, what's up? Where the color at though? Where the color?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't realize until I was about twitting when I started getting heavy and you know really heavy in the anime that that it's manga yeah. and it's different from you know it's different from Western comics. I'm like, oh okay, there we go. So. Mm, no that's interesting actually um especially given the fact that um i think the same thing could be said about us in anime regarding i didn't know dragon ball z was an anime till i was like 17 18 just because i found other anime like naruto and Mm -hmm. i started getting into the anime verse and so on and so forth so beyblade Yu-Gi-Oh, all those things i just thought they were cartoons you know Mm -hmm. didn't necessarily Mm -hmm. think they were anime so yeah no that's that's a fair that's a fair Fair critique or fair fair comment. Um, and then we asked White Manga this, and I'm I'm interested to get your perspective. What are your views on CGI use in anime? CGI or in, use, and yeah, or in cartoons in general. Uh, you know, for me, I think it's more. It, it's it's almost kind of the same question of art style. Like, there's just cer- there's certain mm. you know art styles. Like, you know, for example, the guy from uh, Chainsaw Man draws totally different from um, you know Kishimoto that draws Naruto, right? Yep. So like yep. you know it's it's just like it's like have a it's kind of a preference uh, type of thing. But for me, when I when I was younger, it was a uh, you know art style was everything. You know if I didn't like the art style, I was out, I was gone. Whereas uh, yeah. look, mm. now I've gotten a little bit older, I, story is really important, so I can I can stomach certain uh, art styles if the story is good or yeah. if I'm engaged with story. So taking that to the CG, it's kind of the same thing. You know what I mean? Like if it's you know if the story is good, you know that you know telling the story, I can really get into. CG don't really bother me that much, but you know, as long as, as, long as it's not distracting, like there's a couple of them that are really distracting, like um, uh, like Apple Seed, the Apple Seed ones that they did, the new Ghost in the Shell. Oh yeah, yeah. For me, yeah, those yeah, are too distracting. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I didn't like. I can't that. do I it, like you know. That. But on the flip side, I, like I am looking forward to Dragon Ball Super. So you know, I, I don't know if it's. I mean, I I would have preferred Dragon Ball Super the movie to look like the first one, but you know, mm. now that I've seen mm-hmm. like the promo shots and I've seen some some of what they're doing. You know, the CG starting to grow on me. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know, I, I can get with it. So I, I'm so glad you mentioned Dragon Ball Super because uh, these days, not a lot of people, I say not a lot of people, that's probably infactual. This but probably a lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just know that the Dragon Ball series gets a lot of hate, but more so Die Hard. Like, I mean, Solo <clears throat> doesn't watch I'm Dragon gonna... Ball Super. <clears throat> I don't. I don't. Never, don't. I'll be honest I, with you. I'm, I'm a Die Hard and I ain't mad at you for not watching Super. For being honest, <laughs> I just do you know. I think you know. I think it is. I just think that with Super, I just think what is what new what 
what new experiences can Dragon Ball can can that show give me that I haven't already experienced? So Ultra far? Instinct, mate. Ultra Instinct. <sighs> yeah, I know, but that's just more of the same. It's just more of a transformation, and I've I've experienced that already. I've experienced all that joy of transforming mm-hmm. Super Saiyan one and two, and three. Although I was upset with three. Um, and then I can't, and then that was it. I was just like, well, it's just going to be more of that. So I, I mean, unless someone can convince me otherwise that it's going to be something different, I, I can't. I feel I'm you on that like, because yeah. it's kind of like mm. diminishing returns, right? Because man, like I was, yeah, I was around during the Super Saiyan era, like because I remember when, like, uh, you know, Dragon Ball didn't quite hit over here yet, but like, uh, mm-hmm. like we used to have these magazines, like Game Pro, like believe it or not, kids, you yeah. you, you didn't have Google to check out games with. It was, it was amazing. So. Yeah, so you all you all you had to live by all you had to go by for like any new releases is like Game Pro and like IGN magazines and like stuff like that. And the back of those books, they they always had a super cool Dragon Ball Z art, and it was all I didn't know who the characters were. All of them looked the same. They all mm. had like spiky mm. gold hair, mm. but the 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 images were so dope that like you were just hooked. And then when I finally put two and two together when the show came out. And you know, Super Saiyan finally happened. It was like, whoa, what in the world's going on here? And then everybody turned Super Saiyan. But then, you know, to Soul's point, it's kind of like, you know, it just got to a point where it was just like, okay, another transformation, another transformation. And then, yeah, you know, you kind of, kind of, you know, it's like, good gracious, man, like, you know, <laughs> Super Saiyan two was supposed to be the 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 top of all the, Saiyan type, yeah, regular people with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's, there's nothing. This is change. Who cares about that? Yeah. But, as um, <laughs> as Rizza said, you know, Dragon Ball Z is a a fitting story for the black man's journey. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Riza, <laughs> I still don't know why Rizza said that, but it's quite funny. You know, but I think it's the whole point of leveling up, right? Everyone wants to level up, um, and you yeah. know, you can never see. You can. You always get like. It's almost like football or any kind of sport. How 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 fast can they go? How high can they jump? How many transformations can we really see? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, how um, far can it go? Yeah, I just wish they were kind of a uh, Dragon Ball. I just wish they were kind of, uh, I hate to use the term, but I wish they would share the wealth a little bit. Like I wish they would kind of let mm. other people get shot. And that's what I'm looking forward to the movie with. Because from what I can tell, Goku and uh, Vegeta are going to be off in a cut somewhere. And it's going to be really ah. focused on Piccolo and uh, Gohan. And go home. Oh, that's a good point, actually. That is actually mm. a good point. Um, given that you know, it's usually just Goku and Vegeta, especially Goku. Um, I know, and and, and, and that's that, that, that. Yeah, of course, and that's why you know, um, they wanted to you know get not get, but that's why Toriyama essentially made that kind of boo arc where he gave Goten and Trunks a bit more shine because it was more so a case where you know Goku can't always be the protagonist. Let's see how we can you know change it up. I mm-hmm. think fans just wanted Goku back, hence why, you know, he came back and then now he's yeah. like again the main guy in Super. I'm pretty sure but, they yeah. did the same thing with um sorry to go over too they did the same thing with um Gohan in um Dragon Ball Z, yeah. Cell, in the Cell saga. Like yeah, it was supposed was to set to up next yeah. Year. Yeah. apparently, wasn't it? Like it was supposed to they were setting up Gohan to be like obviously the the next next one up. And yeah. then uh, well apparently fans are like nah bro you better bring back Goku <laughs> Run <it back>. yeah <laughs> I, I actually read or heard somewhere that that was supposed to be the end like like the sales cycle was supposed ah. to be it yeah but then yeah, uh, they true. came to him like look bro like we, we need that paper we need that money we need that dragon ball money <laughs> so we need you to put that pen to paper and, and go for it man put <laughs> Oh, and that would oh, make sense, mate. which is what I'm like. I've done a little like if you go back and just do, there's a couple of you like review like reviewers on like YouTube and so on. 
boot uh, the boot arc is frequently known as like one of the weakest arcs now right and that that kind of makes sense if it was kind of like kind of just thrown on at the end then it kind of just mm -hmm. yeah yeah he, you can understand he why it's not seen as yeah his his editor had a lot to do with the story like they you know like i'm not oh, gonna go as far okay. as editor read it but like like literally like i I read i remember reading uh, i bought the um the art book uh the dragon mm -hmm. ball art book from toriyama Mm -hmm. And inside of it, he has like some commentary, a lot of good, really interesting, good commentary. But one of them was talking about how with Cell, for example, with Cell, the, the first phase, the first Cell phase one or whatever, that was supposed to be it. That was supposed to be it. Oh, but then his oh. editor came at him like, look, dude, like this dude is too, this dude is uh, this not cutting it. We need we need him to look different. We need him to look, you know, more cooler so we can, you know, you know, mm. we, 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 you know, he basically just told him we need to do better. And he made the version two. And then he made that version that got the big lips that kind of like Mr. Popo. <laughs> and his, his, his editor hated that one. He was like, bro, you got to kill that one. Yeah. That was <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <a terrible. laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. When you're telling the stars, like in that case, editor, I'm th I thank you for that. Because that, that final, that final, that final one, yeah, that was that looked good. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, editors have a lot. I mean, it's probably not for this podcast or anything, but like just from the no, comic no, side of it, it. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, editors actually play in Japan, particularly, they play a huge role in mm -hmm. um, in creating what you see, um, you know, the, the product you see. Like uh, Nar uh, the, a good example that comes to my mind is Naruto. Um, okay. Shizumoto okay. has he has some crazy ideas. He wanted to make like the Hokage a dog, literally a dog. Yeah, uh, all kinds of stuff like that. that. It was like, yeah. no, bro, we we not going that direction. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> his, his editor also was the one to push him to put in the black ninjas from the uh, Cloud Village. Oh, yeah, because he had no idea he had uh, he had no idea he had you know so many um, African American black fr uh, fans okay. um, and global fans stuff like that. And his editor was like, dude, you got to pull this move, man. You need to you know you need to hit us with some some. Some um some black excellence. Some <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I did not know that. I, I, I and again, I think I think that's important because you know when you're writing or or creating from one vision, you're gonna have one I guess one vision. Whereas you have multiple right. people. It's like it's like the Prison Breaks or the uh you know Game of Thrones or whatever. They have multiple writers who have different perspectives. Mm -hmm. You know who are better as yeah, yeah, a collective yeah, yeah. as opposed yeah. to just one. So you, one I think I think that's very I didn't know that, but that's a very, yes. very smart move. Very smart move. I mean the hair still doesn't look right, but you know, it's okay. Yeah, so, you know, you know, take it. I'll take it, man. I'll take and, it. You know, <laughs> you know, I, you know and I, I'm kind of surprised it didn't blow up. I mean, people took well to it, but the the rapping that was kind of like okay. Yeah, that was so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then bad rapping at that. Then it's like, oh yeah, God. exactly, exactly. There was no uproar about it. People took well to it, so I just you know. Mm. Western Koreans wouldn't wanna... get with that. I'll tell you that much. I know I couldn't get away with like, you know, making a a bad rapping character of a black guy. But you know, <laughs> but I, I, I'll stop. I'll stop. My, <laughs> yes. Do you know? What? I just want to. I just want to kind of. I just want to go back a little bit, um, Raymond, if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, and Ed, Ed is the king of intros. Ed is the king of intros. And um, I, but I also just want to give give you time just to kind of reintroduce yourself to people who probably have have mm -hmm. not heard of you before or don't know what you're known for. So do you mind just sharing to the, some of the listeners you've never come, who've never come across you before? Just, um, yeah, who is Raymond? 
yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard uh, to top the intro I got, but you're not gonna. Be uh, I'm, I'm, you can try it though. Okay. Yeah, I would, I, I would just pretty much reiterate. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, I am. Uh, you know, uh, my name is uh, Raymond uh, Brown. Um, I do. A, I got. I wear a couple of hats. Um, I'm a co-founder of uh, Saturday AM, uh, which is a, a diverse manga brand um, that we uh, we uh, have uh, several brands out there. We have our, uh, our digital magazine. Which you can uh, all you know you can check out inside of our app inside the Google Play Stores uh, Saturday M Global Comics. Um, we're uh, you know we we try to go for you know the Shonen Jump of the West approach where we have a bunch of different stories, a bunch of different uh, creators creating different things, uh, di- different um, uh, stories and IP. Uh, you know, but uh, we we put a diverse spin on it. We you know we know you know there's plenty of great manga in uh, Japan, which is what inspire all of us to do what we're doing. But, uh, you know, we also want to add voices from places. We have um, creators from, um, you know, U.S., from uh, the U.K., all the way. We have a, a slew of uh, African artists, um, you know, so pretty much creators from all over the place, all over the world coming together to really just celebrate, you know, anime and manga and uh, storytelling. Um, so uh, definitely check out Saturday AM. You can check out our website, too. We have a bunch of cool stuff there, uh, including our new graphic novel line that's going to be coming out. Um, uh, the books are you can pre-order now. Um, uh, the first four books come out in on June seventh, I believe, and they'll be available. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be available at any uh, retailers anywhere you can buy your normal manga and stuff like that. Uh, but and, um, coming back to me, uh, like I said, I'm co-founder there. Um, I also uh, do a comic series that's published on Saturday AM called Bully Eater. Uh, it's a uh, Street Fighter inspired uh, manga. Just um, you know, it's about um, a guy that goes to a school um, and has to face off against super bullies that have um, some, uh, you know, very uh, interesting powers and and uh, techniques that they use. And uh, he's got to navigate uh, all this. The, you got, he has to navigate the school while at the same time um, stand up for the little guy um, and, uh, and uh, also an illustrator. So I draw as well, too, um, okay. you know, and post to Instagram and all that good stuff. So I, I think I'm running out of things to say about myself. No, 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 no. Thank you, thank you so, you much. so much. Yeah. yeah and you know, that. um, I, I'm we're gonna unpack some of that. So like bully eater and so on and so forth. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, that was a great question by Solo because it at least gives it gives the audience context, like, you know, um just all your accomplishments and so on and so forth. So thank you so much uh for you know again being on the podcast and you know, um just you know, vibing with us. So I guess my next question, given that you were talking about the quarter group, um, I'm going to jump to that section of the interview. Um, you said the June 7th is going to be when the actual um, books come out. Um, and just so people know as well, Frederick um, came on our podcast. Frederick is another co-founder of Saturday AM. We had a conversation regarding, he actually gave us the exclusive, which was amazing when the actual deal was announced. So mm-hmm. he actually came, he came on our podcast and mentioned that, the um, quarter group and um, Saturday M are combining po- forces to c- create actual physical copies of the books. And as um, Raymond said, it's going to be a plethora, a myriad of different um, manga anthologies um, regarding Saturday AM. So please, please go and support pre-order on Amazon. So the episode with Frederick, we mentioned we had a little competition. Um, and so go and listen to that episode because we are giving out free. Um, when I say free. We are buying and giving out um copies of um this um, manga the manga that saturday i'm producing so whatever copy cool. that you like and you 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 see 
Um, if you go to that episode and listen to it, you will definitely be able to, so long as you're um, in time, you will definitely be able to get a copy of that. Just like Lee. So um, Lee sent us a note saying, love hearing Frederick talking about different projects. The Saturday Multiverse got me hyped. Was going to try and pick up most of these anyway. But if I'm one of the first, hook me up with Hammer Volume. Laugh out loud. So no worries, <laughs> Lee. Um, that has been that will be pre-ordered for you and sent to you in June when the books are released. All right, cool. So going oh, back uh, to... Uh, can I put in one thing? Um, yeah, sure. So Lee, or, or uh, for anybody else listening as well too, uh, if you go to our website, to, uh, to SaturdayM.com, uh, you can't miss it. It'll be a spot there that says Graphic Novels. When uh, there's and when you scroll down a little bit, there's a place where it says claim your trading cards. So make sure when you pre-order the book, you uh, fill that form out on our website because that will get you a pack. That, uh, for every book that you pre-order, you get a pack of our uh, exclusive um, trading cards. Our trading cards. Ah. So they're, they're they're really. I mean, you know, not not. I'm not bragging because I made them. Okay, I'm not <laughs> them, but I am bragging because I made them. They look really good. They look really, they look really good. They, yeah, they look really good. I didn't know and, that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I wear a lot of hats on Saturday AM. I, I literally a lot of hats. I do a ton of stuff. That's probably half the t- that's part of the reason I don't do my comic as often because I'm always doing Saturday AM stuff. But uh uh but yeah, definitely uh head there and get your pre get uh take a look at them uh, the cards. Uh we have a couple of um uh rare limited edition ones in there like uh, we call them chase cards. And mm. these chase cards are uh, of stuff like Apple Black. I, I believe Hammer has one for Lee. Um, there's a Hammer one, and they're all they all have this really cool um, full stamp on it. So, like um, I believe uh, the one for Hammer, as a matter of fact, um, Hammer has this mode uh, stud. The main character has this ability where he can turn his entire body into metal. So he has a picture of that, and we have that all like basically chromed out. I, I, it's not chrome, but you know. It's uh, it has the foil <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. So nice. Uh, so yeah. So definitely uh, to Lee and anyone else who's uh, pre-ordered the books, make sure you hop over to SaturdayM.com, go to our graphic novel section, and claim your trading cards. So I've ordered some. I've pre-ordered some uh, Apple Black series as well. So can I still claim it? Or um, yes, sir. if I have the oh, okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. I ordered it on Amazon. Is that still fine? Yeah, that's cool. When you when you fill okay. out the form. It'll ask for, I think, like your email address, something like that. And then it'll ask for your order number. So just, you know, go back in your, I guess you can pull it from your email, your confirmation email. All you need is that confirmation number that you purchased. Oh, and, okay. and, and make sure oh, you thanks. do it for every book that you purchase because there are multiple packs of the cards. Mm. So every every book comes with a certain set of cards. So if you, if you pre-order them all, you'll have all of them. Ah, oh, okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. All right. Challenge accepted, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> but yeah, okay, cool. Because I pre-ordered, so I'll make sure I get the cards as well. I wasn't aware of the cards, so thanks very much. Mm-hmm. Um, already, already, I told you guys, you're gonna get a lot, a ton of value um, from from Raymond here. So let's let's go, let's get back into it. So how did you get into anime and cartoons initially? <clears throat> um, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, because I, I, I saw the 2013 video and <laughs> um, on Saturday AM's YouTube channel when you talk yeah. about Bully Eater. And I have to say, that video intro, man, <laughs> that is top notch. The what, slow motion. 
The slow motion you when you're getting out of the oh car. My God. Oh man, I forgot I did that, man. To be honest with you. Oh my Yo, God. Yo, hey Solo, imagine you know the oh old two thousands hip hop oh, songs. Man. You get the oh, slow yeah, motion man. car coming through. <laughs> the door <laughs> opens. He he put he puts one foot out. Right now. <laughs> he, he puts one foot out of the car and there's a close up of the trainers. <laughs> Oh, the shoes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, no, leave it, leave it. No. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> no, I, I saw, like, uh, you, uh, you guys are familiar with uh, LaShawn Thomas? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he did, so he, he, he did this series of, like, documentary style, like, uh, you know, videos of him just kind of, like, going through his day. I said, you know what? I'm an artist. I can do that. <laughs> I got my homeboy. He went and got his camera. And we just ba- he's basically followed me around, and we we probably you know, and he just chopped the video up, and there you go, that was it. So <laughs> that was too funny, man. The slow mo was just too. Oh much. my god! <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, I know oh. in that video you mentioned like you obviously were a lot into cartoons, as mm-hmm. I mentioned in the beginning. Um, what's it called? Uh, SWAT Cats was one of your favorite cartoons, but you said ten or ten or eleven, you kind of got found anime. Was that is that correct? Well, it's weird because like. I had to reverse engineer stuff, right? Because mm. I didn't know what anime was back then. Um, so I got to answer your question. So uh, I got into anime um, uh, back uh, back in, uh, gosh, I was like in sixth grade. So this is probably like, oh God, I'm dating myself. This is probably mm-hmm. like 95 or six or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, probably no, earlier than that. Like 90, 90, 90 like 93. But anyway, um, the Sci-Fi channel used to have um, uh, like an anime Saturday morning cartoon lineup, basically. Okay. And okay. Uh, and but they only had three programs they played. They played um, uh, Record of the Lotus uh, Wars, uh, Kasarn, and Vampire Hunter D. So that was my mm. first exposure to anime. I had no idea what it was. Like I mean, I just knew it was mm. different. It was cool. I never seen anything like it. And what happened was is that I started to learn. Like I had to basically discover it myself because I'm starting like putting clothes clues together. I'm like, this is a, not a normal cartoon. This is not a normal cartoon. And I didn't have any way to look it up and see what it is. So eventually I found out that it was anime. And once I found out that that was anime, that Vampire Hunter D and all that stuff was anime, then I started noticing like normal cartoons like SWAT Cats. I'm like, man, dude, this this intro is looking a lot like anime. And mm. I found out it was. So there were a lot of things that I watched, like Transformers had an anime intro, SWAT Cats, uh, Ninja Turtles had it, the that famous intro for... Um, for yeah. uh, Ninja Turtles had an anime intro. Um, uh, Thundercats had an anime intro. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, all that stuff was anime, dude. Now, granted, the cartoon, uh, you know, the cartoon wasn't, you know, it, it didn't look anime once you got into the cartoon. But yes. the an- the intros were always were nine 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 times out of ten an anime intro. Okay. Ah, so, so when you say when just for um, listeners who are a bit confused now. When you mm-hmm. say anime intro, do you mean um, in the form of an anime style um, um, illustration regarding the intro? Is that what you mean? So, like, for example, I'll use uh, SWAT Cats as a good example, right? So, yeah. te- technically, all of these cartoons, like SWAT Cats included, was, you know, they were created uh, in, in Asian countries anyway, like Japan and Korea and stuff like that. Anyway, they were they were they were animated there just from just okay. from country. Because the U.S., we never we didn't we rarely animated our own shows back then. So what they would do is they would subcontract out. They come up with a concept, subcontract mm-hmm. it out to uh, to a, a studio out in Korea or Japan, and then they mm-hmm. would send us back the finished product, and then we dub over and all that good stuff. So when you look at SWAT Cats, 
uh, the intro was super like, I mean, it, it, it can compete with an anime today. Like as far as the style, uh-huh. like with the, okay. you know, the fluidity of the animation and, um, you know, just, you know, the expression is, you know, the, how, how it kind of expresses itself. But then when she, once the anime, once the, the intro was o- over and you start watching the actual cartoon, then that's when mm. it kind of fell apart. It, it started looking really like 80s, kind of like Smurfs, like look really 80s, kind of <laughs> cheesy looking. No, Some yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. episodes look really good. Some episodes were, they, they, they almost look like anime, but most of them were really just like low budget, just really, you know, blah animation. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, so, so it is the style then. Basically, intros were kind mm-hmm. of like your shop window opening. Um, hey, this is an amazing kind of cartoon, highly mm-hmm. produced, highly production, more so in an animated or anime style, as it were. And then once the show actually began, then it kind of like dropped in terms of levels. Exactly. Um, exactly. Okay. Yeah. It, the, okay. the, the, the intros were hype machines. Like, you know, I, I urge you guys look at to this day, Thundercats intro it's still my favorite I love intro. Oh, I remember. I, I remember Thundercats good, intro. Thundercats my God, Thunder animation Thunder. on that thing. Thundercats. Sorry, <laughs> man. That that, that animation good. was stellar, and the music didn't. I mean, the music was already just off the chains anyway. But yeah, the, yeah, the animation yeah, yeah, was just yeah. it was just ah, uh, chef's kiss. Yeah, I did. I actually did not know um a lot of. US anime or US cartoons were subcontracts. I mean, anime in Japan is just cartoons. It's just more so. Yeah. Um, that's what they call it. I do. I do understand though. Anime has a particular style and particular reference point regarding mm-hmm. how you how you distinguish how it looks between, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And the, and the eyes and, and yeah, so yeah, on yeah, and so yeah. forth, mm-hmm. which makes sense to, to to your kind of your conversely Western cartoons. But you know, if you take like you mentioned, um, if you take something like Tom and Jerry to Japan and it was you it was basically there, they would just call that anime as it were. Um, or cartoon or animated, you know, animated animated and pictures. I, and I can't were. say for sure, but even shows like Tom and Jerry was uh South, you know, it's not Tom and Jerry itself, but shows like Tom and Jerry, they yeah. were uh subcontracted out to to Asian companies too. So a lot of the cartoon like straight up cartoons were drawn and developed by Asian studios and then they bring them over here and then we double them and, and you know, edit them and all that kind of thing. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I, I know oh, Hanna-Barbera yeah. was the kind of the one, they were like the big That's a production. big American one, isn't it? Big yeah. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know they did like the Flintstones and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I Jetsons, do understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it, it's been a while since I uh, watched it. It was like a documentary or maybe it was a podcast. I can't remember, but you'd be surprised what cartoons were actually made in an Asian studio. And, 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 Take you know, take style out of it. I mean, because what they would do is a lot of times uh, they wouldn't want all that flashy stuff the anime does. Like a lot of these producers, ah, like let's say they're going to make a yeah, new, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's say they're going to make a new, um, I don't know, He Man, uh, He Man okay. cartoon. Okay. They see that they know that, uh, and this even happens today to a degree. But they know that anime has this really expressive style. You know, with mm. like the speed lines and like the yeah. you know, you know, a lot of you know, a lot of things the anime does. And yeah. a lot of times the, the producers, they don't want that. They tell them to, hey, chill out on that stuff. We don't want this to be anime. Just chill out. We just want it, you know. Oh. Yeah. They, they tell them to relax on all that. You know, they could technically make, you know, stuff like The Simpsons, like really like dynamic, like anime. Not mm. The Simpsons, but like they can make a lot of these cartoons really dynamic, like anime. But they choose not to because, and you know, it's okay. You know, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. the vision of the producer the where he wants yeah, the show to be yeah. or she. So... So yeah, so it, it's a lot of it's a lot of cartoons that would surprise you that surprised me uh, mm. that that are actually made uh, by Asian studios. 
Yeah, I'll look into but, that actually. That's interesting. Sorry, you know go on, Yeah, you know, I was gonna say, you know what I find really interesting? I know we, we we spoke about this a little bit, but when on the topic of like like nineties cartoons, can you help me explain why there's a, a, a like a complete difference in style compared to then compared to now? Is there like a reason for it? Is it like just animation techniques? Is it ease? Is it speed? Because the, I, you don't typically see uh, modern day cartoons in the same style now. And I'm just wondering why. I mean, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just, I've just been really curious as to mm. how that change happened. Or yeah, why. I mean, I, I can't, you know, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not an animator, so I can't speak to it too mm. much, but I do know that technology is a big thing to it. You okay. know, you got to think, okay. you know, back I in the day so. when they were making yeah. anime and cartoons, it was all uh, based off, uh, are you guys familiar with uh, animation cells? Yeah, 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 and 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 like um, individual scenes, handwritten, yeah. hand drawn. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, you're talking a ton. You're talking a ton of uh, workload gone. Like a, a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of it. Like for instance, drag, going back to Dragon Ball for a second. Like th- these are techniques. They use techniques that really were hacks more than anything. But mm. today they're known as just kind of anime style. For example, it's a style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the, the famous <laughs> Dragon Ball. Fighting so fast we can't see anything. Except yeah. For yeah, we yeah, mentioned yeah. that before. Yeah, <laughs> do you know the one? The I black loved? lines. You know the one I loved. You know the one I loved. When yeah. you watch Dragon Ball Z or any ninety show, yeah. any ninety show, and there's they're fighting, you're like, I know which rock is gonna get destroyed next. That's right. That That's one. right. There's like <laughs> there's one clear rock that just has a different tone and texture. Yeah. There was a there was That's a there was a. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that same point. There was um, there uh, uh, uh Mr. G. It's a uh, Ghibli movie. Um, I think it's called uh, Spirit Away. Spirit yes, Away. Yes, Spirit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first movie that faked me out on that same concept because I know what you're talking about. <laughs> where like the rock is miscolored and you know it's gonna break. Yeah, about, you know. My, that's what it's <laughs> yeah. they, oh my god, there's a scene in Spirit Away where my girl, the girl, the main character, is walking up a hill and she's doing the thing, and they were so smart with it. Like there was no discoloration at all. And all of a sudden, that rock broke. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what?" <laughs> nobody cared but me. <laughs> Did you see that? I didn't have no idea. Like, what? Fall. I, I, didn't, I didn't see anything. We talking about? Talking... <laughs> That's very uh, true, though. And that same background, Flintstones. They're driving, but the same, the same, the same background. It's the same. Background. Thing. It's the same. Right. They drew past the, the McDonald's time. like ten times. <laughs> You see, I, I love the time. same same background. <laughs> I, I love Sorry, the hack on. where uh uh where like the character like van, like the bleach bleach overused it where like the character is standing in front of you and then they phase away and t- come up behind you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about where they yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I mean granted we love it because it's like oh god he's so fast oh but <laughs> it's just a hack man it's the animators did not want to draw him running around to the back of that guy so he just. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Just Wait, stand there. there. Just get some lines in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. But you know, it actually takes me to uh, my next question, actually, in terms of, um, and we'll come back to this one because I do want to know what anime you're watching. But on this topic, um, is 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 your is there any misconceptions around illustration? Because I imagine it's not as quick as people. Um, think it is just to draw a character you mentioned you know, animation cells and so on and so forth but granted animation illustration two different things but you know um, animation is just essentially a flicker book of moving sequences of illustrations isn't it or oh, well 2d anyway so i just wanted to you know because you mentioned again in that video that um your process is you draw on cheap paper then you scan and then um go to like vellum paper um, once you've scanned it so is, uh, i guess it's a two-part question here is 
Is there um, any misconceptions about illustration? And has your process changed given technology to now drawing on an iPad? Or you do you still prefer to draw to paper, scan it in, and then, you know, print it out on vellum paper, as it were? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so the first part of the question, um, yeah, I would say um, a big misconception is what exactly, you know, like everything is its own thing as far as like, so animation is its own thing. Mm. Illustration is its own thing. And uh, making comics is totally his own thing, because you because mm, the, the funny okay. part about it is that it's doing you know Saturday M over the years we've been at it going on ten years now, and typically what we find is that you can find people that are good at maybe uh, you know you got anim- if you had animation comics and illustration you can find somebody that's good really good in one but it's rare to find somebody that's that's great in all three, you know what I mean oh, so like okay. you'll find somebody like for prime example we find these really dope artist on Instagram. I mean, just drawing such beautiful illustrations, fully rendered, mm-hmm. I mean, gorgeous stuff, right? But then when they, you know, and, but they said, hey, I want to make comics. So then, I, and of course, we're looking at them like, oh man, of course, yeah, uh, hit us with what you got. You know, you're, you're an amazing artist. Here's what you got with the comic book side. And they mm-hmm. give us a comic book and it does not look good. It does not look good at all. And you would think oh. that, you would think, well, well, this person is a really good artist. How come they can't make a comic book? It's the, kind of the same thing, but it's mm-hmm. not. They're totally different things, and they require totally different mindsets and totally different workflows. Um, ah, you know, okay. so it's okay. it's really you know there's a big so I, I would say as far as misconceptions, you know that's probably one of the biggest ones that I see. You know, so if you're an artist out there, it's best to kind of find what you do well, whether it be illustrations, because technically people who are illustrators, in my opinion, do better than comic artists because you think about it, like somebody like me or white manga. Mm-hmm. We have to sit there and draw pages for hours. We have to draw illustrations over and over and over and over again just to get mm-hmm. one chapter. Whereas mm-hmm. you got somebody like uh, Art Germ, who uh, he draws a lot for Marvel and um, a lot of and DC and stuff like that. He draws one picture and gets paid, you know, thousands of dollars for one picture. And is that you know? typically like the front page? The, like the, yeah, the cover. The front page. He's, yeah, he's the, the, the cover pages. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, he'll get paid. He'll probably get paid more for drawing the cover than most. Uh, creators get for drawing an entire volume. I mean, and, and I mean, I could be off a little bit, but I'm not. I don't think I'm that far off. Mm. Why yeah, is he, that though? Because surely is it just as like you mentioned a different set of skills? Because I imagine, um, yeah. Why is that? I'm curious actually. Well, I mean, well, I, in my opinion, what I think it is is that you know, with you know, you always hear the whole thing about you know our generation that the attention span is going down mm. lower and lower every you know, a few mm-hmm. years or whatever. And I think that's what it is. Cause you think about it, an illustration is, is, it doesn't ask you to commit to anything. You know what I mean? Like if you see a picture from art germ of Harley Quinn and it looks really good, you can sit there, you can look at it, you know, mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can glance at it, you can glance at it and get just as much appreciation out of it as if you sit there and stare at it for three hours, mm-hmm. you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you can get, you know, it doesn't require you to commit anything. Whereas comics, for example, it's asking you to commit. You have to commit to the art style you know, you have to mm-hmm. get to a point where you either you love the art style or you're at least able to, you know, tolerate it to actually read the story. And then you actually got to read the story, keep up with the characters. You got to act. Um, you got to make you know, you got to make sure the panels uh, you make sure you can understand how the panels are flowing from panel to panel. So it's mm. a lot of stuff psychologically that comics, actually, comics or literature asks you to do, whereas illustration is very just here it is. You either like it or you love it. You either like it or you don't move on to the next thing. And that's kind of what it is, you know? So 
Um, so, so just so I'm clear, there's a lot more intricacies regarding comic book or the, that cover art you're talking about, as opposed mm-hmm. to illustration, which is probably more. Again, not saying that it's not detailed, but it is detailed. But more so, take it as take it as it is. Whereas, as you mentioned, if you're being commissioned to do something for a comic, there's going to be a lot more greater granularity in terms of scrutiny. Mm-hmm. Um, hence, why you know they're paid uh, rightly or wrongly, they're paid more than so the illustrator. Is that correct? Yeah, because because the illustrator. I mean, if you break it down to from a business standpoint, let's mm. take cover artists for example. They, the cover artist has one job and one job only. Their job mm-hmm. is not to you know uh, get you to you know your, their, their 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 job is to get you to pick up the book. Yeah, to buy it and buy, mm-hmm. it. buy it. That's yeah, all they're there for. You know what I mean? Because especially you you know this is true with Western comics because Western comics you'll have a cover artist, but the interior art is totally different. It's different. I was just thinking that. I was like, yeah. it's different. Some it is different. That, there's a reason yeah. for that. They have a handful of people that they go there. They go to. They know they need to pick up sales numbers, and they mm. know they or they got a new series coming out that they don't know if it's going to do well or not. They'll get a, a dope. They'll get one of their go to dope um, cover artists, and they'll they'll mm-hmm. do a cover mm-hmm. on there, and people will buy it. You know and you know, and now once they bought it, you know, it's on the the the, the comic yeah. order, the the comic uh, artist and the writer to keep them, so they come back yeah. for the next one. But the cover artist, they did their job, they, so it's almost like um, I almost feel like the cover artist in a way is like paying a and you know paying uh, to be on a a TV commercial, a TV spot. Mm. Okay, you know, you pay okay, for this skill. Sense. They have yeah. a proven track record of being able to. Uh, you know, get people to 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 get interested in what your, whatever your product is, and yeah. you pay them for that because they're they're not going to make any money on the back end. They're not going to make royalties. So that's a that's another mm-hmm. kind of seesaw thing. So whereas the comic creator may get royalties, and yeah. uh, you know, and particularly Ooh, in manga yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. and graphic novels and stuff like that, the cover artist wouldn't get that. The cover artist is going to get paid one time, so you got to pay him a little bit more because that's all he's going to get, or she. That's all she's going to get. Yeah. Okay, so, no, no. Thank you so much for explaining that. That, that yeah. I did not know that. So thank you so much. It sounds similar to uh, what me and Solo do, and I, I, you know, I'm the kind of cover artist. I bring the people in with the intro, <laughs> and it's up to Solo to keep the people. So, but he's doing a good job. We, I, you know, I, I listen was, to when he's doing a good job. Don't worry. I, you can be the shallow. I'll be the depth. That's okay. <laughs> you guys are the mini vanilla of of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Jodeci of, uh, of podcast. Oh, <laughs> the voice oh to, the voice of the man. The voice of the If I keep going, it might be the end of the road. Yeah, no, we just keep going. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I love these musical references. All right, I know we've we've we kind of like touched it lightly upon um throughout the show regarding nineties anime, but um let's let's get for the listeners who like yeah, well let's talk about nineties anime. So, um, what do you? I guess you've kind of mentioned some of these aspects, but what do you love about nineties cartoons or nineties anime? Is it the nostalgia? Is it like you mentioned the um, amazing intros? Was it the story? Um, just yeah. What do you love is um, about nineties anime or cartoons, as it were? Oh yeah, nostalgia definitely plays a big part in it. I mean, mm. oh god, mm. yeah, definitely. Because because you know you know it's nostalgia if you go back and watch it and you can't watch it again because it's that bad, but you still love oh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. nostalgia, <laughs> yeah. nostalgia is a big part. But one thing I would say with nineties uh, cartoons compared to today's that really captured me is that they were so original. You know, they were so original. Mm. Like I, 
like I feel like today, not talking junk about any anime out there. I ain't trying to mess with nobody. I, you know, <laughs> fans, man. but like I feel like a lot of the anime today, and um, 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 gosh, the guy who does uh, Spirit Away, I can't think of his name. Um, oh, uh, Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Yeah, Miyazaki. Yeah. Miyazaki said this too. So, and I, I agree with him. A lot of anime today is derivative. Like, it, uh, basically, they're yeah. different yeah, versions yeah. of Naruto, different versions of Bleach, different versions mm. of X, Y, Z, and that's cool because those things inspire people and stuff like that. Except boy, back in the nineties, they didn't. There was no. I felt like there was no rules. They did whatever they wanted to do, mm. and sometimes that worked out really bad because you get some crazy, weird, weird really stuff. weird, off the wall anime. But then you also get some really cool classic stuff that people still like watch today. So for me, uh, with with anime, with nineties uh, anime in particular, I just love how original they were. You know, they were just mm. like they felt more like movies than than mm. than yeah. you know than anything. They just felt like. You you were in it, and back then there weren't they, they weren't a bunch of series. They weren't like you know all these multi episode series. They were just like literally they called them uh, OVAs. Yep. And yeah, 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 OVAs. Yeah. And yeah, you would yeah. be, able, be able to just jump into it and watch it, and you're done. That's it. You would you know I, I watched the Rama one half um, OVAs. Those were one of the first animes that I actually started watching once I knew what anime actually was. So uh, those hold a special place in my heart. And then. Um, just recently, I watched um, Vampire Hunter D: Bloodlust. Ooh. You guys, that thing is—I mean, that thing is a work of art. The the, you know how anime sometimes kind of the art kind of falls off as the story, you know, mm. as the story goes on or whatever. Yeah, not with mm. this thing. It's like every frame looks like a poster. It's it's amazing. Wow. Okay. It's really good. That's, that's, and that's coming from you. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna ask you what um is there an a manga or um anime you'd have loved to either worked on or illustrated? So would that be would that be the one? Uh no, because that thing looked too good. I can't draw that good. That, <laughs> nah, that nah, Vampire Hunter D was masterful. I mean, it was, I mean, I'm not even joking. It was it looked really good. But as far as ones okay. that I would work on, I would love manga. I would love to work on um Hunter Hunter. I would love mm. to. I would, dude, I would be. I would let's do whatever you want me to do. I make, make him coffee. Yeah, exactly. I give him back rubs. I <laughs> draw whatever he needs. I would do that for my for Hunter Hunter. <laughs> Listen up. What's his name again? Um, oh, I forgot the, the what's his name again? The author. Oh, uh, 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 to, uh, Togashi. To, uh, Togashi. Yeah. Listen Togashi. up, Togashi. Come on. You've Come been. On, man. You've got an illustrator, <laughs> an acclaimed illustrator here, one willing to work for you, giving you back rubs. Come on. Dude. I can let's get Hunter Hunter back. Be the PR <laughs> assistant. Like we can make this thing work. Let's we'll make this work. <laughs> I'm telling you, please, please make it work. Oh yeah, that, I mean, that, if you could, honestly, Raymond, we would be forever in your debt because honestly, that has been a solo mention. It's, it's now referred to as hiatus ex hiatus. You know. Oh. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's sad. sad. It's a sad, it's a sad thing. Just I would. Like, I would. Uh, I would like. I. Because you know that's the thing. Like I. I would. Uh, I feel like my my particular art style can lend itself to that. You know, like mm. uh, like when I was. You know, like I wouldn't self-deprecate when I said I wouldn't want to work on Hunter D, you know, uh, Vampire mm. Hunter D, just because I know my art style. That's not me. But I could definitely, you know, I can see myself getting closer to his style uh, as far as the manga goes and um, and definitely helping him out. You know, I, I would love to because the story is so good. And I mean, yeah. even though he's going on all these hiatuses and still got people hooked, that's incredible, man. That's mm-hmm, so awesome. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw um, we posted. I don't know if you saw it, Raymond, because I know you follow us. We uh, posted on a story. A guy had a, did a tattoo of adult mm-hmm. gone. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, when his hair gets really long, 
he literally tattooed on his leg um adult gong and the hair basically the long hair coming up his yep. leg that is it. incredible oh, that's, like, that's, the, that's the fandom cool. is just that's crazy cool. man but you know hunter you know i think the reason and this ties back in the 90s anime i think and technically hunter hunter it would class it would class as that it would technically Te- yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's now. that's the feel that that feeling right there that I'm talking. I was talking your uh, previous question about when I was answering like you know why I like Nani's anime because of the originality yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that Hunter 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 Hunter, Hunter however you want to say it. Hunter Hunter is that like now like that that feeling that you get watching that show of like anything can happen. Mm. That that's the feeling that that right there is the feeling that I, that I that I love most about 90s anime that right there you have you think you know what could happen but then as you know it hits you with a left turn it's like oh okay how did we get here Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. that yeah. you know what you said this you said this before and I think it's really true one of the, one of the main reasons why I was asking that question is as I was thinking to myself and a lot of people a lot of people I know feel this way a lot of those 90 shows if you tried to do it now would not get made nope yeah, not that's a good made. point. That's a very good point. Do not get made either because obviously the maybe the focus now is obviously because it's a it is a fast growing area of 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 money. Um, you all the all the you know like people like Netflix and all these other studios are are actively putting more money into animated uh, animated properties. So obviously money is involved and they want that return on investment. Granted, but a lot of these things like I was thinking about Gundam. If you try to make Gundam Gundam Wing specifically. Um, ha- as it was in the 90s and put it now I don't think it would get made if it was going to get made now it would be a hell of a lot more um, how do I say it just action focused yeah, as yeah. opposed to as the that kind of yeah. dominated it before yeah, it wouldn't it, they would have taken that part out but in the 90s they were, like you said to your point they were just proud like no 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 yeah it's a, it's a mecca but there's we have a storyline there's politics involved now mm-hmm. for me I, I mean, I, I was too young to really care about that stuff at the time, but I appreciate the fact that they actually said, no, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're, this is how we want to tell our storyline. So I appreciate that. But at the same time, I think, yeah, I don't know if that would get made now. I mean, I agree. Get made now. I, and agree. I, I agree that. And one thing I was going to say, you kind of, um, <laughs> kind of um, oppose yourself there. So look, as you mentioned, you, 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 you didn't care for I it at the myself. time. And you look at a target audience today, you know, if someone did make a political anime, as it were, are they going to care for it? I just want to see beams, like you said in a previous episode. Yeah, I just want to see explosions. Good. I mean, again, that's, I think yeah. I think there should be, um, what, as we're seeing now, um, there's way more people online. So there, and really, as they say, I know um, US say niches, but we call it niche. But the niches are on the riches regarding your sermon, different subset or different subgroups. So as you know, Shonen serves more so preteen boys or pre, um, mm-hmm. um, and then show use preteen girls. Again, we're not saying it's just for boys or just as a target audience specifically. And then, um, and, and then vice versa with show you, then you have a bit more adult content like Seinen, uh, Mecca mm-hmm. maybe fall in between that. So I think what, animation studios or just um uh, st- uh licensings or distributors whatever needs to focus on is serving your specific subgroup with that specific um anime um or cartoon um specific topic so or mm. specific um um sorry type of show so whether it be seinen shonen mecha whatever so you know when you're doing mecha you're doing it properly even if it's just a subset which is 
maybe not as large, at least you're serving those people because those people are probably more going to be more diehard than the person who says, let me try and reach everyone because when you try to reach everyone, you're reaching no one. It's all about making sure you reach the specific niches. Well, you know, the thing about it is, though, is that, you know, and I've learned this uh, being, you know, being in the, the you know, the, the profession I'm in with, uh, you know, Saturday and stuff like that, is mm. that, like, a lot of the stuff boils down to luck and timing, right? Because, yeah. like, you know, if everybody, if if you knew how to make a hit, if you knew how to make a, an anime that would all, you know, that would uh, excite your fan base every time, you would do it every time. Nobody would make bad film, bad, bad anime, mm. you know? So mm-hmm. what happens, but what ends up happening is I think there's a, there's a battle that goes behind, goes on behind the scenes that people kind of, they may miss it. And it's between, you know, the executive or the beans, the bean counters, like y'all talking about yeah. and the creative team, the creative team wants to do this. The bean sure. counters want to do this. So what ends up happening is when a lot of times with these animes, and it just goes for all like TV and all that stuff. What happens is, is that, you know, there's a creative project, like a new TV show that's going to come out. All right, these these people that are putting up the money to make this show happen, they got demands. You know what I mean? They're gonna be like, "Look, yep, yep, I need yep. you to put, uh, I need you to put uh, Dunkin' Donuts somewhere in in, in every episode, somewhere." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can so see like, it. I, I hated that. Sorry to cut you off. I hated no, hated being told that because then you just see it and you everywhere. You just see the product yeah. placement all over the place. Yeah. Sorry. And, carry and on, then carry so on. then what, what? 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 So they come with all these demands, like you know, I got to have this pot product placement. I got to have that product placement. I need it to do this. I need to do that. All these come from people who can care less about you know anime or manga, whatever the mm. whatever the creative project is. They, they come from people that just need. I need these bullet points checked off. Then all of a sudden it comes to the showrunner, and I'm cutting a lot of people out, of course. I'm just generalizing, yeah, but they yeah. don't go to say like a showrunner or somebody like that, or I'll come to say a, uh, you know, um, somebody creating a book or whatever. And then the creative team, they have to spend a lot of their creativity, not only not on the necessarily the creative project, but on how they could be creative to get around the stuff that these bigwigs want, you know, that these that the people that are paying for it want. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they gotta, you know, somebody's gotta pay for this stuff. So yeah. So, so a lot of times it's like, okay, how can I play it? All right, I got to get Dunkin' Donuts in every scene, or in 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 in, in this scene. How do I sneak it in there? You know what I mean. So now I got to get creative on how to do that. Yeah. Uh, a good example of this is a uh, Cowboy Bebop, which is awesome. It's a it's a staple for a '90s anime, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I watched a documentary on it, and it was talking about how uh, the company that funded funded Cowboy Bebop, the only thing they were trying to do was was uh, sell. Uh, they they wanted to. They wanted to show that they could basically do like transformers and make toys from, and they wanted to be able to make spaceships. So oh, okay. the guy who created uh, Cowboy Bebop, um, he actually I think it was Watanabe. He pitched, he showed them jets, um, uh, spikes, um, you know his uh, his uh, swordfish. His, yeah. Uh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. He showed them that. He pitched them with that particular um, spaceship and said, "Yeah, we're gonna make toys that look like this." The executive was like, "Oh, spaceships, cool. That'll work." And they gave him the green light to make the show. Once he got the green light, that's when he went and said, screw that. I'm making what I want to make. And then he made Cowboy like Bebop. I like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know? So, oh, so sometimes, sometimes creativity, like gun to wing stuff like that comes out of limit. I definitely know this as a creator. Like a lot of times, like your most creative moments are when you're under the gun. Like if you mm. give me, a, if you give me, you know, three months to make, to come up with an illustration, I, I probably, you know, I probably, I actually won't come up with the illustration probably two or three days before the deadline, even though you mm-hmm. gave me a month or two months or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just, it's weird. It's weird because like, if you got a lot of time, sometimes it gives you too much freedom. Yeah. But yeah. when you're yeah. under the yeah. gun and have, 
hard deadlines and or hard objective that you got to hit, whether you like it or not, it forces creativity that you can't I get agree. otherwise. I totally agree, um, especially at work or and I don't I don't advise this even in uni. Sometimes revision. <laughs> Oh, no, left no, it to no, the last no, no, week. Don't advise it, people. I don't advise that. Those all night is the library. If we had the video, we need the words going about across the bottom that do not do this. Disclaimer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do not leave revision for exams one week before. Please, <laughs> no, please don't. Please, please don't. don't. <laughs> but I, no, I totally agree. Because like, even um, as I mentioned at work, when I'm doing like presentations. Um, it's usually maybe the two to three days before I actually start in and do it because I don't know if it's maybe because I've got too much time or so on and so forth. But maybe it's just me. I like the pressure. But and again, I don't, I don't, I don't advise that. I think if you have, if you have the time. Um, but again, yeah. everyone's different, like you mentioned. Um, yeah, you know, there's been many a great songs that have been made just because you know pressure or. You know, we need a new hit or so on and so forth. So I know I agree. One, two, two things I wanted to push back on regarding product placement, as you mentioned. Um, I agree that, you know, it can stifle. It can, you have to be a way, you have to find a way that's creative to get it in there. But I also think that if, the, if a show is going to, or if a company or brand is going to pay you something, then it's up to you as the creator or the company or whoever, the, the studio, to think of that way. So cl- um, classic case is Code Geass. Code Geass mm-hmm. was funded by Pizza Hut. Um, okay. I didn't even notice that until I found out. So I think that's sense. the perfect, perfect type of product placement mm-hmm. because it's. I think it's when you don't notice it, um, mm-hmm. then it's, then it's, cool. then, then it's really it. good. But I it's only when it. I was told that I was like, oh yeah. Then you go and watch it back and you see Lelouch and the girl just eating pizza all the time. But <laughs> it was so seamless that um, I thought that was um, a really good. So if there's if there's ways to do it where it fits into the story, fits into the narrative, then by all means, companies should um, take that money and, and utilize it for their projects, as it were. And then, go on, sorry. No, 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 no I was no, just no. going to say to that point, like I said, that's the battle, right? Because, yeah. because like, like what you're saying, like, you know, it should be up to, you know, like Pizza Hut to figure out a way to do it seamlessly. Uh, problem no, I mean is the is studio, that, the studio. Oh, the studio, Pizza. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. The problem is that staying with Pizza Hut, Pizza Hut knows their business. They know, they know what they want and stuff like that, but they don't mm-hmm. know the animation business. So- Whoever you know, whoever put that product, whoever decided that that's the way they're going to do the the um, the product placement, that's mm. that comes from whoever did it. Came that came from skill, experience, mm. and creativity mm-hmm. to make it that seamless. Because because I mean, I had no idea, cause, but I do remember seeing picture random pictures of uh, the characters eating pizza. Yeah, exactly that. right. <laughs> no. So I don't know how much they paid. They clearly didn't work because no one knew it was pizza. <laughs> Nobody knew. So maybe he got a little too much with it. You know exactly right. The worst example that I know today so far, uh, and I, I hate to say it because I didn't see the movie, but I, I kept like reading reviews about how bad it was. Uh, with the remember the Power Rangers movie that came out a while back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Dunkin' Donuts. The Dunkin' Donuts. They were. They had Dunkin' Donuts all over that movie. Oh really? Is that the one with Oz or Ooze? That one? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is no, the more like, recent one. The one where they try to make oh, it edgy. Okay. Yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, seen it. They made. They made all the Power Rangers trouble team. Oh really? No, I ain't seen that. Yeah, I ain't seen it either. But but from what I understand, it did really. They did. I mean, they their product placement was all over. They had Dunkin' Donuts everywhere. Yeah, you, you can. It's, the one that the one I like is when you you can tell what car manufacturer has sponsored the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I want the audio uh, pay for this movie. Hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh, all the time, Audi. There's a Marvel. F- I don't want to because I don't. Marvel's Marvel. I don't want to get no shut down. But there's a particular Marvel film recently, and you can clearly see that I think it's like Mercedes <laughs> sponsored the film. Like every other car was Mercedes. Or there's another one. There's like an old George James one movie. Clearly, BMW were like, here, take some money. Put our car. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now it's they, Aston Martin. Yeah, but yeah. yeah they, the beamers don't exist in the Marvel universe. They don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they don't. <laughs> but I see that's good product placement the fact that you remember that solo so there you go yeah, yeah, yeah that's true you know? so, so long as it impact on the film but yeah yeah, exactly it's a battle but, though I, I, my head goes off to the people that can actually do it and do it well um, you, mm. know, you know and, and that goes back to again going back to, like, we're on the subject 90 anime that I felt like 90s anime didn't have those rules man like they didn't have not not necessarily product placement but yeah it wasn't like regulated like this like granted and, and, and I think this stuff is good too right because you know, we do live in a more aware culture now, you know, that, yeah. you know, we have, yeah, we do. you know, we have to appreciate that there are different people with different lifestyles and, you know, people don't want their culture or their, you know, orientation or anything like that, you know, um, what's the word, um, you know, characterized, you know, yes. they don't want it being Stereotypes, made fun yeah. of because cause there was a lot of that in 90s anime. I ain't even gonna lie. Like, yes, you know, they had was. a lot yeah. of like, Mr. they Popo. threw a lot of shade at, at uh, black people, gay people. Yeah. I mean, they th- I mean, you know, they threw a lot of shade at us, whether they meant to or not. I'm not I can't say, but it was a lot of it in there. But uh, so 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 I guess it's one of those things where you got, you know, you got to take the give. You know what I mean? You got to take the give. It's a mm. new era. People are more aware. The mm. Internet's here. So, you mm. know, we can you know, people can actually voice their frustration on different things. And these companies see that. So they're you know, so they have to kind of pull back and put a little put some regulations on this stuff as far as, you know, what they're going to put out, you know, as far as anime and yeah. stuff like that. Do yeah. you- I've gone solo gone. No, I was just gonna say, like, just 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 a couple of things. So one, um, whilst you were whilst you were literally just saying, I just I just just because I remembered Vampire Hunter D. I remembered seeing it, but I never watched it growing up. Like I watched other shows. I watched like Outlaw Star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Outlaw Star I loved, and obviously the debate, the, the obvious ones like um Dragon Ball Z and, and stuff like Pokemon and, and yeah. so on and so Sailor Moon, I'm not gonna lie, I watched that when I was a kid. Yeah, why why no need to lie? It's a good Shin- show. Shin Chan. Shin what? Chan. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, Shin Chan. Okay. Oh, God. That, yeah. Me and my brothers used to, that used to have us in stitches. It is the <laughs> weirdest. It's like this little kid. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like a proper, proper, like, anime. It's like, a, it's clearly anime, but yeah. directed like children, but it's not. Like, there's so many rude jokes <laughs> and sexual innuendos. But me and my brothers, we found that so hilarious. Um, but I just wanted to quickly just quickly shout Vampire Hunter D. I just looked at the images in Vampire Hunter D um Bloodlust. Wow. What I tell you. Wow. Ed, you. Go and Google it and listeners, go and go and everybody go and Google Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust and just go to Google Images and just consider the fact that all of these all of these images that you'll see were written in were drawn in the nineties. Yeah. I can't and- imagine the amount of time and effort it would take <laughs> to draw each scene that's Dude, insane I, I gotta interject don't look at don't go to don't go to images go to youtube <laughs> go to youtube okay, and look YouTube. at it because okay, the okay. images look like you know the images look like like i said the images are great they look they look amazing but the fact that these things actually move is is is, is amazing like because as an mm. artist i can tell i this sound may sound weird but mm, there's mm. certain illustrations that are so good i couldn't picture it moving you know like they're mm. just so good that i they they just look good exactly the way they are, but with Vampire Hunter D, it looks that good and it moves fluently. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
But you know, they don't don't cheat either because, like, sometimes anime, another hack they'll do is that they'll freeze frame a lot of stuff. And you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Where, uh, where, like, somebody will say, let's say somebody, let's say Luffy uh, punches a dude with his gum gum punch or whatever. Mm. I I know I'm not a big One Piece watcher. Sorry. That's all right. But anyway, he punches somebody and the dude gets hit and you see him for like a half a second just floating. And he, and you know, you see, you know, the head like kind of moving backwards and maybe some spit trickling just floating in midair. And that's oh, all one still. Okay. Yes, yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? And only one part of the body has to move rather than exactly. Mm. Exactly. Okay. There's no okay. there's no cheating in Vampire Hunter uh, D. There's no cheating. Everything moves. I mean, they have, you know, they got the typical, you know, mouth flap stuff or whatever, but I mean, dude. No, everything they, they they don't take any hacks in that. They don't take many hacks in in Vampire Hunter D. Is there anything? Are, are there any other nine anime from the nineties that you would recommend, or that you you just you just they just for you they just they hold a special place in your in your heart? Um, well, a lot of them are nostalgia, and people probably won't like them today, but I'll say them anyway. Yeah, go for uh, it. Some of the ones that I liked, uh, I liked. Um, I like. I'm a big fighting game fan, so I like um, Street Fighter Alpha too. Oh yes. Was that nineties? That, that, that thing was beautiful. That was beautiful, yeah. That was beautiful. Um, I also like uh, people. A lot of people don't like this one, but like I also like the Fatal Fury movies, uh, the the animations that they did for Fatal Fury back in the day. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. particularly okay, nice. the second one, the second one, uh, Fatal Fury, the motion picture, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really good one. Um, like like I mentioned earlier, both the Rama OVAs are good. Um, they're they're cool because they're they're. Even if you never watch Rama or you don't know anything about Rama, the movies tell you all you need to know. Both of them, they they they. It's almost like uh, if you if you if you only watch the movies, you wouldn't have to watch the series at all. Um, and, Did you? And then there's just no, no normal stuff, you know. Like uh, yeah, I won't mention stuff like Cabo Bebop because that's a given, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Samurai Shampoo. Uh, that was yeah, that 90s? Like was that 90s? Yeah. Uh, but that, that was 2000s. That's 2000s. If it was 90s, then they did incredibly well. They did. They did. That thing goes back. That goes hard, too. You know, that one, uh, and that one, you know, the quality doesn't drop very often. I mean, there are a couple of episodes in there where you can see they, the, you know, they were kind of rushed, but it's mm-hmm. not many in Samurai Shampoo. A lot of them are really good um, as far as like animation and stuff. I have one Ghost in the Shell. All right. So, Ghost so, okay. in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell from a from an animation standpoint is a must watch just to see yes. what yeah. people can do with paper and pencil. You know, that's just amazing. Um, I never really got into it. That one and Akira, like I, I like you know the oh, animation. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I like. I, I think what it is, like I owe them a rewatch because I watched them when I was mm. really young and I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. We've recently rewatched we re-watched it. As well. it's, yeah, it, it, trust Raymond, rewatch it. Akira. Rewatch it. Rewatch trust Akira. Me. Okay. Rewatch it. Yeah. It's it, 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 it is ten times better because I tried to watch it when I was a was a kid, and I think I was almost got scared of it when I was a kid. So I remember specifically with Akira. I remember getting that VHS, and I remember watching that one on the sneak tip, like. I remember putting it in, and like every five seconds, I would pause and make sure my parents weren't coming around the corner because I knew what it had in it. Yeah, nah, it's but if you watch it again now, like as a like, as an adult, and going back to your point about like you caring a little bit more around the, about the story, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you'll appreciate it and all, appreciate. It I think so that. too. Uh, I, I definitely did. will. I certainly did. I think so too. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna say as well. Um, can you hear me, all right? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, perfect. Um, I was going to say, do you think that my... Because my brother um, did animation in university. And he was telling me that back in the day, it was there was more masters. There was more people who were perhaps um, had more time to, you know, spend on the specific projects or cartoons or anime. Because he was telling me about back art, background artists in the in in films like um, or Ghibli films such as uh, Princess Mononoke or you mm. know House Moving Castle and so on and so forth. He was saying they were like John Sir John Sir Singer John Singer Sergeant, who's like a you know one of the old masters. He was saying that those those they were on those levels in terms of the background artistry. Do you think that just because now the day we live in with so much demand on and as Solo alluded to the likes of Netflix and um, Amazon and so on and so forth saying here, here's 20 million. I need you to give me back, uh, uh, give me a great anime or great whatever. Um, if it doesn't hit 20 million, then it's a failure and we're going to shut you down. Do you think just because of the demand we put on um, um, animation studios, like we want more, we want more, so on and so forth. It's making us cut corners more now today. As opposed to back in the day when it was just more for the craft. Um. Yeah. I mean. Um. Yeah. yeah I mean. I, I do think. I mean. Things are changing. I mean. As far as the craft, like I said, y'all. In my mind, you always got to look at it as the creative team and mm. the you know and the executives. The creative team. They're the only people that see it like that. They're the only people to see it as their craft. And I'm talking like all the way down to like the anime. Like the animators take pride in what they do. And you know, like your brother. You know, when he's done with a project, you know, he may have just drawn. You know somebody throwing a punch and that's it but he's proud of that that because because of the work he put into it where you move further up the, the chain the executive don't care about that punch he don't care about you know how you know how many frames it took to make that one scene or whatever mm. he don't care about that like you say he's just caring about you know that that money that's coming you know that that uh that yeah you know, hitting their, their sales goals because because it's a balance right because if they don't hit their sales goals you don't get the enemy like you said they're gonna yep. cancel yep it. which is so cool. yeah. uh so yeah so i mean i don't think it's necessarily shortcuts because i mean um you know, te- technology. You know, like the the advent of being able to draw digitally, uh, mm. it, it definitely shortcuts some things for you from traditional stuff. Mm. But the, at the end of the day, it's still a lot of work. I mean, especially with anime. Mm. Good God, I mean, it's so True, it's such yeah, a grind. Definitely. Yeah, it's such a grind. And uh, so I don't think um, I don't think it's any kind of shortcut there. But I do think it's one of those things where um, you know there is a high demand for it now. It's getting more and more popular. And um, I think people are putting stuff. I think a lot of these guys like Netflix and all these guys yep. are just throwing stuff up because it's, it's anime. You know what I mean? It's anime. Anime yes. is hot. Anime is hot. Yes. Is it anime? What is it about? Oh, okay. That sounds weird. But anyway, it's anime. Throw it up there. You know what I mean? So like that's kind of uh, I think that's kind of what's uh, changing the the landscape of what it is. Uh, going back to some of the old school guys, some of the masters, I, honestly, and this is just my opinion. I mean, this is not yeah, anything scientific, but I do believe that the older guys uh like um uh the guy I keep forgetting his name the guy who did spirit away and you just mentioned him um yeah Miyazaki yeah Miyazaki these guys di- these guys didn't want to make anime they wanted to make film you mm. know what I mean like they wanted to make something new original something that had never been seen before they basically wanted to make movies but in animation yeah. form Makes whereas sense, yeah. now I think yeah. a lot of a lot some of the people some people are you know a good chunk of people are are just trying to make anime you know what I mean they're not trying to make film like they're not trying to stop make something they're trying to make something that's going to be you know that's going to make the anime culture happy but they're not necessarily making something that's just going to be a good piece of fiction 
you it's know. like it's not like a it's not like a labor of love anymore. Like you yeah, get yeah, yeah. Not even labor. Like, this is a different mindset. Like it's like mm. you want to create something that's gonna that we're gonna be like a lot of stuff we're talking about today. You know, we're talking about cowboy bebop. We're talking about Dragon Ball. We're talking about things that you don't even have to be an anime fan to be into. Yep. Um, yep. Whereas nowadays, I think some people we see this a lot in comics. They just want to make anime and manga for the sake of make anime and manga, not necessarily make a story that's going to outlive itself or 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 a project that's going to, you know, mm. I, I don't know. Like I said, it, that's just yeah, the way it is in my mind. Yeah. I just think the mindset's a little bit different. Like, you know, people are striving to make animes instead of like for instead of trying to make fiction and the fiction could be anything. Right. If it's a good piece of fiction, Cowboy Bebop would have worked uh, as an anime. Yeah. It would have worked. Mm, I mean, could have worked yeah, that action yeah. with better direction, you know. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah you know, the right team wanted could have worked yeah. as an, uh, as a live action. It, mm. it it was it it could be worked on. It could be in a bunch of different mediums and still have this, have similar impacts. Whereas anime, sometimes anime can get to a point where, and you know what I'm talking about. There's moments in anime that only work in anime. Period. Yes, you cannot put that on yes. in real life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. uh, costumes, hairstyles. Uh, subject matter, like stuff like that, it, it cannot exist anywhere but outside of manga. I mean, outside of anime, which is a good thing too. But it it, it just what it, it is, what it is. No, no, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. And then one thing I would say as well, you mentioned like um, a lack of originality. I think that's actually a wide scale problem as well. You don't just see in anime, you see in movies and stuff. I was gonna like say that. like in movies as well. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. It's hard to do because everything's been done before. It's hard to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah definitely. You know. It, yeah, it's just really nothing. just a take on something that's already out there. And just, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's for me, it's kind of funny because like, you know, being at the age I'm at, I've got the, I, I've experienced uh, Bleach, something like Bleach and Naruto from day one. Right. From, yes. From mm, when it yeah. came out to when it ended, like I actually got to see it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is it just repeats. So then you got fast forward, you got My Hero Academia, for example. <laughs> yeah. And they do pretty much the same thing that Naruto does, except for it does one thing a little different. Like, uh, one thing that stood out to me in my hero was when uh, they had um, I can't think of the girl's name, the girl that has the um, the gravity powers. Oh, oh yeah, Uraraka. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when they had yeah. her fight Bakugo. Yeah, Bakugo. Oh, I think it's mm-hmm. in it. When they had yeah, her Bakugo, fight, yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like that was such a cool moment because they 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 took what Naru- the the ground wrote that like the like Naruto and a lot of the older anime did and took a left turn with it. Said, you know what? Instead of making a Sakura character that just stands by and you know and watches from the back line, let's throw her in the mix of it. Let's her fight her, mm-hmm. have her fight one of the most powerful characters in the in the manga to that point. Mm-hmm. Now you know that was it original, not really because everything's been done before, but was it different and shocking? Yeah, because it hadn't been done in a very long time in that manner. I guess if that makes sense. Yeah, that that's true, and and this is I, I think, and it's not it's certainly not like a like we said, it's not like a like a age i think it's more of like a when you've experienced so much of the same type of anime you start to see the same things so now one thing that i always look for now is whenever i watch like i start a new battle anime or manga i'm like okay who's the main character and then who's their who's their rival that's a little bit Mm -hmm. brash and rude and disrespectful oh okay Mm -hmm. q bakugo q sasuke You and or uh, you can and just you, it's the same it's the same type of archetype that you continue to see and so you know sometimes sometimes it's not it's not so sometimes it doesn't work but it's like you've seen it ten times and then like you said other times it kind of just works a little bit better. Um, it gives you opportunity to reverse engineer, especially as a creator. Like granted, I, I try to do this in my comic, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, but and you know, we try to do that. But taking those expectations, like like you said, the, you know, the rival character is going to be there. 
Yeah, but, you know it's going to be there. Yeah, yeah, but why? Or a better example, like Sasuke, for example. Like, think about like how he wants to kill his brother. Like when the first series first started, right? Mm. If you think about it, if you put a spin on it, think about it for a second. I don't care what my brother did. You know, I don't think I would go and try to like kill him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, granted, I know that's an extreme situation, but dang, like, I don't think I would like dedicate my life to trying to kill my brother. You know, for I don't know. It's, like, yeah, but, I get what you said. I get what you said. Yeah, like yeah, you know, yeah. what, like what, what if what if uh, here's a plot twist? What if he, when he did find his brother, they talked it out and actually became cool? You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yeah, you know like yeah. and, and you know like stuff like that. Like it, it's it's stuff like that. You can take a left turn on things and and it and it feel, and just because you took that left turn because everybody expects you to go one way and you went the other way. Sometimes it don't work out. Most of the time it don't work out, but sometimes it do. And when it does, it works out big because they're like, oh man, this is such great storytelling. Whoa, no way. You know, so. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. No, no, no. That's a very, very valid point. Uh, thank you so much, Raymond. Like you've honestly taken me back um, down memory lane. Uh, I know we've there's so many 90s animes. People are probably shouting Berserk being one, Slam Dunk. So many, so many. But um, uh, thank you so much for the recommendations given. Before we end the show, we do like some um, called Super, um, the Super Quick Fire Round. Um, shout out to Fred. He loves when I do that. Um, so um, we just wanted to, the, essentially what a Super Quick Fire Round is, I'm going to ask you a question. So for instance, um, Nintendo or PlayStation, whatever comes to your head quickest, you say um, the actual, um, yeah, yeah, you say the actual item. So in this case, Nintendo or PlayStation? Uh, Nintendo. Okay, no, but I'm lying. PlayStation, PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What's wrong with Nintendo? No, joking. Okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. All right, cool. So, are you a morning or night person? Morning. SWAT cats or top cat? SWAT cats. The last song you listened to? Uh, we can pass. Warrior, it uh, Warrior Light with uh, Final Fan- Final Fantasy 14. Warrior Light. Ooh, okay. Um, Smash Brothers or Mario Kart? Mario Kart. Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue? Red. TikTok or Instagram? Instagram. Shading or coloring? Shady. Manga or anime? Manga. Tom or Jerry? (laughs) Mm. Tom. Oh, okay. Pokemon or Digimon? Pokemon. Last anime film you watched? Um. Oh, it wasn't a film. Parasite. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's good. K-pop or hip hop? Hip hop. Naruto or Bleach? Naruto. And then finally, what would you say to your younger self if he was listening today? Uh, don't stop. Don't stop. Just mm. keep keep doing your thing. Don't don't stop drawing. Don't stop drawing. Nice. As, as we see here in the UK, keep calm and carry on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Raymond. Um, you. Appreciate you. Um, honestly, we've learned so much today. Yeah. We told you he's going to bring the fire, bring the value. <laughs> Remember the time. Remember the times. And we've definitely reminisced yeah. today. Um, as, as Raymond mentioned, go check out um, Saturday M website. I'm definitely going to put the orders I did uh, regarding those trading cards because I definitely want those cards. So yep. please, <laughs> so please go and go go and pre-order. There's so many different manga um, comics they have. 
So go and go to the website, SaturdayM.com. It will be in the show notes. Go to the website, have a look at the different uh, manga series they have. Order, go and support the business. Um, they have a host of talented artists. So go and support, get your book. And then, yeah, Raymond, was there anything else you wanted to say before we uh, ended the show? Uh, no, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. Seriously. I really, I really had a great time with you guys and um, hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah, definitely. No, we'll definitely. Yeah, definitely. We'll have all three because we've done the trifactor now. We've had Frederick, White and Raymond. Now it's time to have I'm all sure. three of you on um, to let, to debate um, who has the best. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to get you guys to, to battle don't each other. Start, but don't, no. don't start breaking up businesses. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, don't, put, don't put me up against White with drawing. Or rap it because he raps too. So yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, as long as we ain't drawing or rapping, we, we're good to go. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. That's cool. But thank you so much, Raymond. I really, thank really you. appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next week. Hey, Super Family. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. It takes less than 30 seconds. Doing so will allow us to grow the show and encourage us to keep putting out more content. In case you're wondering how to subscribe, rate, and review the show, just go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash super anime podcast. That's super with three U's. We will also leave a link to it in the show notes for you to go to as a simple way to subscribe, rate and review the show. We love your reviews, so please keep them coming and we will read them out in future episodes. Please do share this podcast with anyone you feel will enjoy the show. Finally, to keep the conversation going, we're super keen to hear your thoughts, questions and opinions on the show's discussion points. To get in contact with us, you can either leave a voice note via the mic on our website, superanimepodcast.com, that's super with three U's, or you can write a note via the contact section, superanimepodcast.com forward slash contact. It's also in the show notes as well. Along with your email, please leave your name and location from where you're listening from, and we will be sure to shout you out and include some of your thoughts in the next and upcoming episodes. Have a great day wherever you are, and bye for now.